Conversations on Care, our Facebook talk show where we bring together our healthcare partners, our clients, and caregivers to help families better understand and cope with aging parents with chronic care needs and all the things that go along with that. My name is Julie Collada, and I am the proud founder and CEO of Open Arms Solutions. Open Arms is a home care agency serving Chicagoland, and we are focused on providing inspired home care solutions to for seniors with and their families with chronic conditions such as dementia, Parkinson's, and other movement disorders. It is truly our mission to help our families through this journey and to know that their loved one is living their very best life possible. If you find these dialogues helpful, please give us a like and a share so that this information can be reached by more people who need it. If you have a question or a topic you'd like to learn more about, please write them in the comments below. Welcome back, Jennifer. Thank you, Julie. I love being here. <laughs> I, we love having you here. And um, with me today, for those of you tuning in that don't know this woman, uh, we, we have Jennifer Prell, who is the president and CEO of both Paxum Movers uh, and Elderworks. Uh, a little bit about Jennifer. Jennifer founded Paxum Movers in 2003. And Paxum helps people get organized and packed and moved. And that's our topic today. Um, we're going to be talking about when you realize um, it's time for, you know, to pack people up when it's time, when it's time, when it's a, there's a recognition that it's time to move and go on and, and leave your lifetime home. Um, and Jennifer also is the CEO of Elderworks, which is a not-for-profit 5013C organization, which she founded in 2012 in her spare time. <laughs> Elderworks offers senior living coordination, advocacy, and education to older adults, seniors, and families, and professionals. Jennifer is a certified senior moving manager and a dementia reality specialist. Uh, and Jennifer is truly acknowledged as an expert on age-related issues and transitioning of older adults. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, our topic today is really about, you know, moving and when people have to move and they lived in their home. Most, so many people, like my parents, raise their, they raise their children, they're in their home for 20, 25, 30 years. Plus years, yep. Plus years. Yep. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, um, there's, a, there's a realization that, you know, we, we need to think forward. We need to think about our next chapter. So um, first of all, what inspired you to, to start Paxil? Well, actually, I um, love to organize and declutter. I'm not normal. I like to get rid of things. And packing is easy. I can do that in my sleep. So I was actually in an exercise class and someone was mentioning they had these people they met that were trying to move and they were in their 80s with walkers and they they could not figure out how to move because they'd been in their house forever and they did not know how to move forward. And I went, ding, light bulb moment. I'm like, I can totally do this. I love my seniors. I've been volunteering for, God, 
I don't even know how many organizations helping seniors because they're my favorite people. And I was getting bored raising children. I mean, children are great, but you really need your mind to work in an, an adult way. And I decided to start Paxum to help people in that transitioning uh, piece. And it grew into a very large organization that still helps seniors and regular folks, you know, younger people as well, but it's all about the stuff. And when we're working with those seniors, it's really managing the emotional side of the move because the stuff's easy. Stuff doesn't complain, stuff doesn't cry, stuff doesn't worry. It's the human aspect of the move that we try to help with. Everything else I can do in my sleep. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, you say that and it's so uh, clearly a skill you have, a natural ability that you have. Lots of people don't have it. So, well. <laughs> you know, and, and really, it, you know, moving is one of the bigger stressors in life, right? Oh, 100%. And yeah. so to have, you know, people, people that can really help you who are good at it um, is, a, is a real gift. Um, so when, what are some of the things you hear people say, Jennifer, when they realize it's time to think about moving on? What do those conversations Typ sound like? Typically it's the realtor who gets in there first and says, you know what, you might need some help here. Um, and they refer people to us. We get referrals from all sorts of folks, but it's typically someone talking to someone and going, oh, you need some help because it's not easy. It's uh, moving is like a death in the family, honestly. It is so stressful and so emotional that people can't move forward sometimes. They really wanna move, they really need to move, but they're frozen because of their memories. And what we try to convince people is it is just stuff. The stuff is not the memory. The memory will always be with you. So those things that you really, you really don't need that you're keeping because, oh, Bobby gave me this when he was three or Cindy made this cartoon when she was 10. That's great. If you really love those kind of things, you can take pictures of items and make a collage. We've done that for people who are uh, collectors of excessive amount of items. We've removed pretty much most everything in the house, but we've taken pictures of the things that was really loved. And we made a collage and, and put it in a frame and they loved it. They loved it and it helped them move forward. But uh, the thing that people really need to understand is it is not the stuff that you're freaking out about. It's the memories that you think you'll lose and you won't. Those, that's, that's truth. You're not gonna lose those memories. You're talking to me about it. You're saying, oh, I got this widget from Bobby when he was three. Well, guess what? You remembered that, so it's still there. So why are you worried about losing the memory of Bobby and what he's done for you? You won't. So you just have to uh, think objectively about the move and pretend you don't own those things. Step back, step out of yourself, if you will. And if you can't do that, bring in experts because your family won't be able to help you move forward either because they're part of that emotional process. So Yeah, and you know, when you say that, as I'm listening to you, it's make, it's such good advice. When I think about it, I suspect a lot of people are thinking what I'm thinking. Like, if you would, if I, at some point, I hope I can invite you to my home. <laughs> I'd rather go to your home, but at some point you may come to my home. In my home, when I walk into my garage, I'm like, oh my, you know what's in my garage? My, well, lots of things that shouldn't be there. Right. And boxes and boxes of my kids' trophies. Box, my Both my boys pay, play baseball, box in, in boxes of their uniforms and uh, 
you know, it's all sorts of stuff and pictures and pictures and pictures and pictures in bins that are not organized, but in, in pictures and pictures and bins, their homework. Right. Right. You, you might have seen this once or twice. Oh, yeah. And, you know, those are the reason. And my husband's like, come on, we need the, the boys need to take these or we need, you know, but it's what we're talking about is all the emotions that come with a home. Right. And uh, I so appreciate the need. And when it's time for us to move. Of hiring someone like you who can objectively take the emotion out of it and mm -hmm. come up with a plan to deal to with forward. some of these things yeah. to move forward. Right. Right. Well, Julie, I'm going to give you some advice because Please. you're typical, very typical. Um, no. It's in a box in the garage. First key, it's in a box in the garage. You're not loving those items. You're not cherishing those items. You're storing those items. None of that is an emotion. The stuff in it is, an, is your memory. And all of that is now, sorry, um, fodder. It's just taking up space. Good thing it's not in the high rent district, which is in the inside of the house. The garage is not your high rent district, uh, but it is uh, taking up space and it's taking up emotion that you don't need to be dwelling on. So in terms of those awards, you can repurpose them. There are organizations that will collect them and they give them to, they take off the little names and they hand them to other people who are low income. Uh, the pictures, if they're in the garage, are probably ruined because the garage, unless it's climate controlled, they've melted together um, and they've cooked. <laughs> so, so good luck with that. Um, Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. If you have photos like that, you might want to think of hiring a company to upload them to the cloud and or disk to share with the family because those pictures, we don't keep albums anymore. We don't keep the photos anymore. And if you put it online or on the cloud, you can actually during parties or anytime you want, have it rolling on your screen. So you can relive all those memories all the time that you want to. It's really neat. My husband did that for me because he loves me and I'm, I'm not that good at pictures and I hate stuff. So he put everything on the cloud for me. And when we have holiday parties, I get to see my kids from zero on up to 26 and 23 now. That's fantastic. And no, you're, you're hundred percent correct. And that's uh, uh, what a great guy for doing that. So I, so let's, let's just think about um, what are, what, what's the team that has to come together to well, help people move forward? What does that look like? Can you, can you give us an example? Oh, hundred percent. It really depends on when you're planning, but I know that people start thinking about moving. When you start thinking about it, the minute it comes in your head, it doesn't matter if you're moving in a month or 10 years you've already started thinking about it. Now is the time to declutter. You can do it slowly because think about it. You bring one item in at a time and over 10, 20, 30, 40, 80 years, that's a lot of items and it's not going to go away in a day. And if you needed to do it quickly and you have to hire a service to go through it quickly, it's going to cost you thousands of dollars. I'm not going to lie. It is not cheap, especially if you want to do salvage and recovery and containment. If it's just, you know, McDonald's happy meal toys or happy meal bags or garbage, you can just declutter all that and there's no emotion in that. That's just junk and garbage and waste. But when it's your emotional stuff, it's going to cost you time and money. So start now, start taking things out, take a bag out of time to and donate it to your local charity. Or if it's garbage, start throwing it away because the garbage man likes small amounts. Because if you put excessive amounts of garbage at your curb, they're going to charge you for that as well. 
And you're not able to do that much anyway, because you've been keeping out, keeping all these items forever. It's going to take you a long time. Now, in terms of the process, if someone's starting to move sooner rather than later, the first thing you do is get everything lined up, put all your notes down on paper in writing. You will never remember otherwise. Moving is, is stressful and there's hundreds of tasks to do. It's not just, oh, I'm moving and you go. It's not how life is. So you have to plan everything. You have to plan to make sure that you contact all of your utilities, your credit card, your bank, your prescription uh, delivery service, your magazines, your newspapers, your doctors, your lawyers, your accountants. Everything has to be changed. The stuff in your house is the easy part, honestly. It's getting everything changed. And then when you get to point B, getting it all set up again. And if you're moving out of state, guess what? Those states are not the same as the state you're living in. So everything you're used to and normal to you, it's not the same and you need to expect that. You're gonna have to expect the fact that that state may be slower. That's, so for instance, I moved to South Carolina. It is like moving to, you know, a hundred years ago. They're slower than molasses, all right? <laughs> um, they told me titles, titles to record the title change takes a year, a year. I'm like, how does it take a year? <laughs> it takes a year. And to get a new license, you have to first pay for your taxes on your car. So you have to go to the assessor and the auditor. Then you get assessed, then you go across the way and you have to pay. Then you have to go to the DMV and you have to get your license and your plates. Then you have to get your voter's registration card. Then you have to go back. It's chaos. So these are things to remember. There's 50 states, pick one and then learn about it before you get there. So you know what you need to do before you even arrive so that you're not in chaos in terms of your waste hauler, your your um, Wi-Fi and your TV and your phone service, your utilities. Um, do you need a, um, a pest control hired or not before you even get in? Do you have anything that you're gonna need to fix before you get in? Uh, are there services readily available or is it gonna take three months, six months or a year to get that done? Do you have budget to fix those things? Do you have budget to move? If you don't, maybe you wanna sell those items or dispose of them before you move. Uh, going across the country uh, to a different climate. So if you're coming from a Midwest state where there's snow and you're going Southern, those big heavy pieces of furniture don't work in the South. They don't. You're gonna move them unnecessarily. You're gonna have to declutter them and rebuy. So why are you moving them? These are so many things. There's so many things to think of. And it is not easy. Yes, I do this every day. But when I move myself, it still was learning. I was learning a lot through this move. I bet. Yeah. Um and at some point, you have to figure out where you're going and what that's going to look like and how much, right, how much space yep. you're getting. I mean, all the things you just described. Yep. But as you're thinking about, well, I'm downsizing. What am I downsizing to? Correct. Yep. And you need a floor plan. So let's say, let's say you're an older adult who's moving into a senior community of some type, independent living. Is it 500 square feet? Is it 2,000 square feet? How big is it? What's the floor plan look like? You need to look at the floor plan and figure out what you can actually take into that space. The furniture is very important, obviously, because if it's super size, it may not be safe for you. Okay. If it's um, maybe uh, very old and you sit down and you hit the floor, you might need to get a new couch. Or maybe your mattress is so old that it's time to get a new mattress. Those are some things that you can order and have delivered um, the day after moving in or at the end of the day you move in so that you're, you know, not interfering with the moving process. So for instance, Paxson, what we would do is we'd send a floor plan designer out. We would um, make sure that the floor plan meets with your approval. And then we would 
get the packing and sorting team in there. They'd sort, make sure that you pick out everything you're taking with you. And that is all packed. We hire and manage the mover. We move you into your apartment, put everything away, take the garbage out. You're in by the end of the day. So that's easy. Then what's left? Is there enough for an estate sale? If not, then you're going to have to donate it, give it to friends and family, or it has to go to the dump. And these are all part of the process of when you hire any company like Paxson, who's a senior mood manager. They'll give you an action plan of what you need to do to get point to point B as easily as possible. And there's no charge for that. You don't want to hire us. Don't. I, no skin off my nose. Your family wants to do it. Fine. But we'll be, be happy to make sure you don't flail. <laughs> right. So you talked about the plan. You started to talk about some things that are part of the plan and what you, mm -hmm. what Paxson does, what a professional money, you know, movement, moving, senior moving management company does. Um, the, the, I just want to re reinforce what you just said, because it's in incredibly valuable uh, from my perspective and from what I've seen families in this scenario go through is you'll look at where they're moving Right. and come up with a plan, a floor plan. And then yep. and an action plan as well. And an action plan. And then based on what you see in where they're moving to, you then can come back to the home and help with, okay, here's what the home, here's what's in your home right now. Right. And here's what, you know, part, I'm, I'm, here's what needs to happen to get you into that space. Right. And listen, these folks that are hiring a company like ours, and we're a plus accredited senior mood managers. We've been doing this 19 years. We know what we're doing. We're not we're not trying to make your life difficult. You got to listen. The problem is the emotions get in the way in the way of the facts of your apartment or where you're moving. Right. I can't part with these things. I love them. So what happens is they take way too much. They are not listening. And instead of taking 10 boxes of personal effects, they're taking 50. They're taking a hundred and they're not going to fit. You're going to be living in boxes or it's going to go to storage and you're going to pay hundreds to thousands of dollars to store it. There's no reason to do that other than sometimes it takes a few tries to get it right. And that's okay too, because that might be part of your process. It might be that stepping stone. Okay, let's get to point B and then we'll declutter again. But you might have to do that because very, very emotional people cannot part with things that quickly. They just can't. You're saying you might, some people actually, part plan B is you move, you realize, oh, whoops. Yes. I've got too much stuff here. Yep. Yeah. It's expensive to do that. I'm not going to lie. It's expensive. It's expensive to uh, get rid of it later. Even if you don't hire someone and you, you have to have it removed, it has to be removed. So you're going to have to pay someone to take that away. But if it's what you have to do to move forward and make that appropriate decision because you need to do it, do it. Don't get frozen in fear. That's my biggest advice. Don't get frozen in fear. And if you're going to hire a person to help you, a senior move manager like Paxum or anyone else that is a senior move manager, it's a, it's a trademark of the National Association of Senior Specialty and Move Managers. They know what they're doing. You know, some people say, oh, we'll help you move. We can help you transition. Are you an expert? Have you done this your whole life? Because if you aren't, you're learning on me. No, thank you. That's yeah. another thing I want you to know. There are a lot of people who say, well, I moved grandma. I can do this. This is not your grandma. <laughs> These are real people needing real help. So, so what your team that come in and you have, you have a big team of folks at Paxson. I didn't realize yeah. that as many people as you have, as we were talking about before the show started. Um, so what is that? How, how many people, you know, what, what, 
just take us through, okay, someone hires a company like yours, a professional uh, senior moving management company, who are they going to interact with and who are going to the folks that are going to actually be doing the work and putting the plan together and actually packing up and those kinds of things. Right. Well, we have, we do have a large organization. There's about 35 employees. The pack and move side, what will happen is the first thing that happens is our consultant, Heidi, who is currently our senior relocation expert, goes on site and does a free consultation with you. She has a sit down conversation, tries to figure out your goals. The next person who might come in might be the floor plan designer who helps with the floor plan. So we know exactly what we're packing because we need to know. We can't just guess what's going to be moving. So the floor plan designer then comes in. Then they finish the floor plan. They pass it on to the packing team. Then the packing team goes in and helps to sort, helps to declutter a bit. They pack everything up. We hire and manage the mover on your behalf if you so choose. Um, the moving fee is straight through. So if it's a thousand to us, it's a thousand to you. I don't care. It's up to you. You have a mover, wonderful. But our movers know how to work with move managers. Some movers look at us as in the way when we are really the voice of the family. We are here to represent the family or the person we're helping. So then the team packs everything up. We hire and manage the mover. We follow them to point B. We receive the truck. We tell them where to place the furniture and the boxes. They leave. Now we open everything up. We put everything away. We have the junk hauler come in and remove the boxes. You're in. Everything's in. You live there. Then we can go back and our estate sale division possibly can come in and help liquidate the assets in the home if you have a viable estate sale. If there's not a viable estate sale, then our pack and move team will declutter you. And we can help with the charity management. We can help with the waste hauler management. We can help close up the home. And then there's obviously more services based on stuff, but that's pretty much the flow of it. So we have the relocation specialist with the free consultation. If there might be an estate sale, we have an estate sale specialist who will do a consultation. And then the team members are several different people that are experts in their field and can work with the person we're working with. So for instance, if someone's really emotional, we're gonna send someone in who can support that emotion. If it's a more structured person like me, who is like, yeah, do it. I can send in more structured people to do it. So it's really who we're working with and who they will jibe with is how we work it out. Yeah, that's, uh, you have all the pieces there that are so important. And talk a little bit more about the estate sale. So is there is there a conversation up front that there's gonna be an estate sale? Typically people say they want one. Doesn't mean they're gonna get one, okay? So what, so are, the, what are the factors that go into that? You have to have draw. So Illinois is crazy. It's you have to have, say that again, draw? A, a draw to your sale, okay? So there is anywhere from 100 to 300 sales a weekend. And you need to make sure people see your stuff and want to come to your sale. So if you leave a lot of high valuable items like high-end high pieces of art, mid-century modern furniture, specialty items like World War II memorabilia, uh, antique toys, uh, vintage clothing, things like that, and you leave it in and it's advertised appropriately, you should have draw, but you have to have a large sale. It can't just be five pieces of furniture, okay? It can't be um, just a lot of smalls and no furniture. It can't be 80s furniture. No one wants 80s furniture. You, you can donate it they, and the charities won't even take it. It can't be supersized because no one's buying supersized furniture anymore. Now, if your family comes in and, and takes all of the value out of your house, we're not gonna do your sale because it's an indoor garage sale. and. We can't do that. We can't help. You'll lose money and we don't do that. We want to be a solution provider 
to you and your family. We are not here to make money off you. The state sale division makes hardly any money on most sales. It's a solution to your need. That is our goal. It's hundreds of hours getting your sale up and ready and sold. So for instance, our average setup and sale currently is 120 hours. 120 hours to set up and sell your items. That is not five minutes. No. <laughs> everything's researched, everything's priced appropriately and everything's sold. Sure. And, and you and you don't want to do your own estate sale. It is, you think you have an emotional time with your move. People are coming in and touching your things. They're commenting on things you love that may not be in the brightest light, right? So you want to make sure that you are not there. We don't allow our families on site. You can send spies to make sure we're doing our jobs appropriately. Feel free. We have nothing to hide. But the homeowner cannot be there, period. It is stressful. Yeah. Really stressful. Absolutely. All right. So, I mean, that's really important. It's just a hugely important uh, factor yes. to you're going to have a conversation with a professional. I'm sure a lot of people that's completely new information to me, Jennifer. I would, you know, I, I and I was so interested because I know you do estate sales. I see I see the advertisements right. uh, for them. Uh, but I really appreciate that you, you have this sounds like a very upfront, candid conversation with people to yeah. set expectations of what's going to be successful in an estate sale and what won't be successful in an estate. And then, you know, once once you have that conversation with people, then they can make good decisions. Right. And right? we always try to find a solution for them. We don't like people to, you know, not be able to move forward. So we will even if it's, hey, this is what you can do to get rid of things or maybe it's we can manage charity and bring in a waste hauler. And maybe when we're managing the charity, we can find things that we can sell to people we know looking for those specific items to offset costs, but it's very hard and we don't guarantee it. Um, the one thing I can tell you is that all, and that's not just Paxum, all estate sale organizations in Illinois are very busy, all the good ones, okay? Um, we need six weeks notice minimum to get an estate sale on our books. We are booked right now through the end of July. It's a great problem to have. Um, but a lot of companies are selective and we are, we have to be more selective now too, because we're crazy busy. When you're looking for an estate sale company, you have to make sure they're not new. If they're new, we don't know their history. We don't know if they're, um, you know, shysters or they're really a valid, great company. We don't know yet. Make sure they're giving contracts. Everything's in writing. Nothing's verbal. Make sure they're giving receipts to the buyers and to the, the person hiring you, you know? So if it's me and I'm hiring someone, I want to see the receipts. We don't put an itemized list together of everything sold. That would take forever and cost a lot of money to the families. We don't do that. We just give them copies of the receipts. Here's everything we sold, right? Um, you should have an accounting at the end and um, be able to answer questions. You know, uh, we have ha we've heard a lot of horror stories and we do not like people to get ripped off. Look online. Now, Paxum's reviews, we, we had an issue with Google, so we had a second account, they merged it and all of our reviews went bye-bye. So I think we have like, I don't know, a few, but typically the people that gripe about us are the buyers at the sales who don't get what they want. So I had a guy who wanted a thousand dollar rug for 200 bucks. Well, this is not my rug. I'm not selling you this rug for $200. So, you know, we said, we'll give you 200 off. He didn't like that answer. He was very angry. He wrote a bad review. So, you know, read between the lines when you're looking at any review. Um, and that's for any company because 19 years in business, 90% of our families are people we help our seniors. They do not go online and comment ever. It's never going to happen. They're in their 80s and 90s. They're not going on to Google and putting on a review. So um, get referrals from the organizations they're part of. Get referrals or references. 
if you want to make sure they do, you know, doing well. However, whenever you ask for a reference, no one's going to give you someone that's had a problem. Mm. So maybe ask the question, if you, what's the most recent problem you've had with a family and how did you correct it? Because that's more important. What did you do to help fix the problem versus, you know, oh, here's my reference, which I know is going to love me. Makes no sense. Why would you want a reference? I don't even call references anymore. What's the point? I know they're going to be like saying, oh, they're great. I look online, look at Facebook, look at Google, look at social media, um, and then make your own decision using what you've heard and seen. Yeah. Or even call senior communities. Senior communities know everybody. Call and ask them, any senior community. Yeah, that's great advice. Um, do you get involved in when, unfortunately, a sad thing happens and the family living in the home passes away suddenly, and then you're yeah. involved with the adult children? All the time. Yeah, yes. I would imagine. So what what is that? What are some of the things to think about when that happens? Well, for the the families, don't do anything quickly unless you absolutely have to because you're in mourning and you might kick yourself for doing something that you shouldn't have. Like, so for instance, we get called, I want the house cleaned out. I want a sale. I want everything gone. And then, you know, what if you wanted something and it's now sold or disposed of, you know, just make sure you're ready for whatever you're doing. And in terms of an estate sale or anything like that, you've not lived there. You don't know what's left in the house. You're the heirs. Make sure that company, if they find anything extraordinary or fun or something they think the family would want, that they let them report it back and decide whether or not they can keep it. So for instance, we've had people say, you know, sell everything. We go in and we find a, a wedding band or jewelry or a high-end piece of art they didn't know about, or even a book. We found book with gold coins in it we would bring that to them and say, do you want us to sell this or do you want to keep this in the family? Um, it's their stuff. It's not my stuff. And I, I personally think it's rude to sell a family heirloom like that unless they tell me specifically to do it. Yeah, sure. And I, I would imagine the process is similar with the adult children. You do an assessment. Always. 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 And we find hidden valuables all the time. What's the company going to do when they find it? Are they going to pocket it? Are they going to sell it? What are they doing with it? You know, when we do a clean out, we find valuables, we, we bag it and tag it. It goes to the family. So that's a perfect example of why you have to really vet the, the yes. companies that, that you're bringing into either your own home, if you were the senior, yeah. or your parents' home. Right. Uh, because you, it, it is all too easy. Uh, as we know yeah. in the senior uh, you know, taking care of seniors that you, you just have to have good people that are vetted and managed and professionals yeah. and bonded and insured, which I'm sure you are, which I'm sure you're. Oh, yes. Is. Oh, yeah. But oh, that's, yeah. you know, essential. Well, and, and when Paxson breaks something, we buy it. We replace it. We're not a mover. Movers is 30 cents per pound. Yeah. We get it. You loved your thing. I mean, if it's something silly, like I did once break a candy thermometer. <laughs> like <laughs> I laughed. I'll buy you your $2 candy thermometer. But if it's something else, like we'll, we'll just replace it or buy it or give you cash to replace it. We just can't, yeah. you know, we're not that, but yeah, just be careful. Know who you're getting in bed with because you also have to like them. Make sure you like the people. Cause if you don't, you're going to be working with them a bit and they may annoy you and, and make more stress. Yeah. Well, great advice. Such an important topic. Uh, everyone's going to go through it eventually. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, uh, thanks for taking us through the process 
and no it's important. And uh, for all of you that are watching, you know, I can't uh, speak more highly of this woman and her organization. I know there's a lot of good organizations out there, but uh, if you have any questions, I think, Jennifer, your information is in the chat box. So please reach out and um, appreciate everybody tuning in. Jennifer, always so much fun to have you here. Thanks, Julie. It's nice to see you again. Great to see you.